Welcome to episode two of Sports Through the Mind. I'm Ryan Meadows. Uh, today is Tuesday, April 21st. Uh, on this episode, I'm going to talk about the Last Dance documentary, the, uh, the Chicago Bulls. Um, talk a little bit about the upcoming NFL draft, which is in two days. Um, also, Ohio sports, strength sports were canceled after Governor DeWine closed school the remainder of the year. So we'll also be talking about that. But yeah, let's hop into it. So, The Last Dance documentary aired Sunday night, so two nights ago. And I really, really liked it. It was very entertaining. They said that it had like 6.1 million viewers, which is the highest ever for an ESPN doc. Which, that's, that's really cool. But some of the main my main takeaways from it, from episode one and two. Number one... Jerry Krause was not a popular man in the um in the Bulls organization. He was definitely a good um GM, particularly a very good team. Aside from Jordan, he didn't he wasn't there when they drafted Jordan. But he got Rodman, uh Kerr, Paxson, Pippen, um Yeah, he had he, he brought all those players there. So he was a great GM. But he kind of let his ego get in the way of his running of the, the team. Because it was very clear that he and Michael Jordan did not get along at all. After Jordan got injured in his rookie year or second year. Second year. And they wanted to just tank and get a good draft pick. But when Jordan came back, he wanted to win and get to the playoffs. And they didn't see eye to eye on that. And so they said that from there on out, Jordan and Krause's relationship was just destroyed. So... Yeah, and you mean you see throughout episodes one and two, Jordan just kind of being rude to Kraus. I don't really think Kraus deserved it. He was, I mean, they said he was a great guy. A lot of people liked him, but the players didn't really, but the organization members did. But like I said, his ego kind of got in the way of running the team. But yeah, there are a lot of instances where MJ would just kind of be a jerk to him. Like he made fun of his weight and his height. Um,. He asked him if he wanted to go do layups and um, before the game. He was like, oh, they're going to have to lower the rims for you, Jerry. And they asked him if he was taking diet pills. Like, it's just little stuff like that. I don't know. I mean, I guess in the moment, he might have thought it was funny. And MJ, I'm sure he doesn't regret anything. I mean, they didn't get along. They don't like each other. I and mean, I'm sure he still doesn't like Jerry Krause, which Krause has passed away now. But, yeah, so MJ was kind of mean in that regard to Krause. But, I mean, it. I don't know. I don't think it was too big of a deal because they still won six championships. But the really bad relationship was with Scottie Pippen and Krause. Oh, my goodness. Krause wouldn't um, pay Scottie because Scottie signed a seven-year, $18 million deal in 1991, I believe. And it was a seven-year, a seven-year, 18 mil, which that's $2.5 million a year. It's not a lot of money. Even at the time, I know the salaries weren't as high then as they are now, but that's still not a lot of money. And Pippen, obviously, he's one of the best players in the league at the time, and he's still one of the greater players, greatest players to ever go down in history. But at the time, he was—they said he was like first in like 
rebounds and steals in the team, like second in points, assists, minutes, and then he was behind MJ. And he was sixth in salary and 122nd in the league in salary. So sixth um, highest salary on the Bulls and 122nd in the league. That's ridiculous. Get some money. Like Get that man money. He is a Hall of Famer, and he even was at the time. He deserved money. It's just sucked for him at the time. I mean, I know they say, oh, 18 million is still a lot of money. Yeah, that's still a lot of money. But for a player of his caliber, when other players around the league are getting bank, and he's getting $2.5 million a freaking year, come on, Jerry Krause, give him an extension. And Krause wouldn't do it because Krause wanted to trade him. And so the um the draft came around that year of 97, their last season, and they didn't end up trading him. And so then he wanted money or he wanted to be traded. And so they wouldn't give money, so he demanded a trade. And that's kind of where the episode left off. We, I mean, obviously we know Scotty didn't get traded because he um, was there all season to win their sixth title. But it'll be interesting to see if they talk about it all in episode three and four about after he demanded the trade and what teams were listening, what teams made offers, and how that whole situation went about. Um, but I'm excited to watch episodes three and four. Apparently, episode three, Dennis Rodman said that like 95% of it is about him. And then episode four is about the Bad Boy Pistons team. And, man, the Bulls and Pistons, the Bad Boys, they just hate each other then. MJ said to this day he still hates them, and they still hate him. So that'll be fun to get a look at the rivalry between those two legendary teams in episode four. And like I said, three has to do with Dennis Rodman. He's kind of a nut, heck of a basketball player. He's just a fun character, but he's kind of crazy. I mean, I'm sure we'll see more of that in episode three. I'm not really going to go into detail right now. But, yeah, it was it was really entertaining to watch. I'm glad ESPN decided to start airing it soon. Or sooner rather than later. Like, they were supposed to air it in June. But luckily, people begged on the internet, players, um, media people, fans. Because we all had nothing else to do right now in quarantine, so... Luckily, they started to air the dock. So, on um, aside from that, let's talk about the NFL draft. So, today's Tuesday. The draft, round one, starts in two days. And I'm still expecting Joe Burrow to go number one to Cincinnati. I couldn't imagine why he wouldn't. I think the Bengals should be kicked out of the NFL if they don't take Joe Burrow. And their fans should, I don't know, give a free pass to switch teams. Because that would be just absolutely brutal. However, I don't think the Bengals are dumb enough to not take Joe Burrow with the first pick. I think I think they will. I mean, everything's been indicating toward them taking Joe Burrow. Uh, coach, the head coach Zach Taylor just kind of alluded and hinted at them taking him. And all the analysts and muck drafts and everyone has Joe Burrow going to the Bengals. They have. They said they have no indication of anybody else trying to um, get in there, or even if there's somebody else is, the Bengals have no plans to trade down with anybody so somebody else can get Burrow. But, yeah, so the Bengals are going to take Burrow at one. Um, two, I assume is going to be Chase Young to Washington. I don't see why they would take anybody else there. I mean, they have Dwayne Haskins and, um, oh, what's the other quarterback they have there? Oh, crap. No, that's true. They just traded Case Keenum to the Browns. So they have Dwayne Haskins. Oh, and Alex Smith, if he wants to try and come back from that horrific leg injury. But, 
Yeah, I mean, they had Dwayne Haskins. They really don't need to draft another young quarterback. Two inexperienced quarterbacks fighting for a position. I don't see the plus side in that. So they'll take Young at two to go to the Redskins. And I assume three would be another Ohio State Buckeye, Jeff Okuda, to the Lions. I would think that would be the most likely choice for the Lions. I could also see them going to uh, take Tua. But recently, I think Schefter and Rappaport have reported that um, there's been two to three teams, maybe even some more, that have said Tua is dropping on their board. They don't want to take the risk of him getting hurt. They're worried about his injuries. So he could fall um, as far as that that perspective. He could fall down because of his injuries. But I think wherever he goes, he's going to be fine. Like I said, I, yeah, I think he'll be fine. I'm not too worried about the injuries. But I can see why a franchise would be hesitant to take a player like that who's been hurt pretty much every year but his first year in college. In his first year, he didn't even play much. He came in. Second half of the national championship game against Georgia because Jalen Hurts got benched and he lit it up and he won the championship. And then from there on, he's a starter. And then his first year, full time starter, they lost to Clemson. He was banged up in that game and throughout the year. And then this past year, obviously, the um, ankle injury and then he just destroyed his hip against, I think, it was like an FCS or a. Might have been against Arkansas. Some not very good school, and everybody was criticizing Nick Saban for having him in there. But, yeah, so I'm not worried about Tua's injury, but I can see why some teams would be. So, he could like I said, he could go three. I don't think he will. I could, I do see him dropping a little bit, but not out of the top ten, at least in my regard. I could see the Chargers taking him at five. I think that's where they're picking. Like I said, I'm not positive. Don't quote me on that. I don't have anything in front of me, so I'm not positive. But, yeah, so those are four of the top picks, presumptive picks. Um, it'll be interesting to see where a player, right, where Isaiah Simmons goes, because a player like him is very interesting. He reminds me of um, Josh Allen from the um, Bills, or from the Jags, sorry. Josh, I'm thinking the quarterback. Yeah, the linebacker, Josh Allen. It reminds me of him a lot. Um He's very versatile. He could almost play running back or tight end or even a fullback if he wanted. Uh, Isaiah Simmons from Clemson. He's just a freak. He dominated against Ohio State, unfortunately, for Ohio State. But, no, he's a freak. I would love to see the Steelers get him. But he's going to go top 10, and we don't have a first-round pick. Um, But there's been talks of Pittsburgh moving up into, like, the top 15 to 20, but he's not going to drop that far anyway. So there's no chance of getting him. Um... There's still the possibility out there. People have been reporting that Jordan Love, the Steelers could move up to take him. I don't really see that happening. I wouldn't mind it. But I would rather, if we're going to trade, I would rather trade for Leonard Fournette because um, Jacksonville has been shopping him leading up to the draft. And there's like, I mean, this, this rate... People will take anything for a player. I mean, Bill O'Brien traded DeAndre Hopkins for a freaking bag of potato chips and a chips and a ham sandwich. So I mean, Christ, we could get Leonard Fournette for a freaking I don't even know a sweatshirt and a football. I don't I I don't know what I'm even saying, but you get the point. I mean, teams and GMs are just stupid for whatever reason. I know Bill O'Brien's an exception, but Jacksonville has been known to do some really stupid things. I mean, hell, they just trade away Jalen Ramsey this year. 
He was their best player. So, yeah, like I said, I would definitely be down for Pittsburgh trading for Leonard Fournette. I think a fourth-round pick would be enough. Um, I've also heard six or seventh-round picks are being a possibility of being discussed, but we'll see. But, yeah, I think I'm going to do an episode, um, back-to-back episode, one tomorrow, analyzing the whole first round. I'm going to sit down and look at mock drafts and um, picks one thirty two. One through thirty-two, sorry, and analyze each pick and give my opinion on where I think each player and what team will um, select what player. So yeah, I'll probably I'm planning on doing that tomorrow, or if I don't tomorrow, it'll be Thursday during the day, and I'll release it before the draft starts, so that way people can hear what I have to say before the draft. Um, so Ohio, Ohio Spring Sports are canceled. Governor Mike DeWine closed schools for the remainder of the year yesterday, so that inevitably closed or sorry canceled spring sports. So that's kind of a bummer. Not gonna lie, that really sucks. I was looking forward to competing in the outdoor track season this year, and I know seniors all over the state are hurting, and it sucks. But we have, I mean, for the ones that are competing in college, okay, sorry, competing in college, we have that to look forward to. So. I mean, that's still a plus. Now we can solely put our focus into college now and start training or whatever sport you're doing, get ready for that. And, <clears throat> but yeah, the situation sucks. But like I said, it's, I mean, in five years from now, I'm really going to look back. It's not going to be that big of a deal. It does suck really bad in the moment, though. Kind of, there were a lot of things that we wanted to get done in our last season of um, high school sports, but it's not going to happen now. So I think that's 30 or 31 states now that have closed schools and also canceled spring sports. So that is crazy, and it sucks for all the seniors across the world or across the country, but I guess it is what it is. We just got to move on. But, yeah, I've seen people say, like, oh, I'll put the sports in the, in the summer. Like, I get it. They want to, like have us um, get our last shot at our seniors um, spring sports season but at that point most people already started training for college as far as running wise and definitely football um, and for the, like, the football players that would do track as well they're already into a new sport and it, it just it would not work out and obviously the OHSA said that's not going to happen they already cancelled so so yeah that some unfortunate news here out of Ohio but in retrospect it is the right decision I mean you got to keep everybody safe and there's no way you could have those mass gatherings without the coronavirus spreading like crazy. Um, so, yeah, that's basically all we got on um, the Ohio high school sports. So earlier today, it was breaking news of the NFL. Rob Gronkowski was traded to the Buccaneers for a fourth-round pick. And I believe the Patriots got – they gave up a fourth-round pick. And Tampa Bay got, no, excuse me, yeah, the Patriots got a fourth-round pick, and Tampa Bay got Gronk and a seventh, I believe. Yeah, seventh-round pick. So that was very interesting because, I mean, the common folk doesn't watch football all the time, but arranged any fan, like, wait a second, wasn't Gronk retired? Yes, Gronk, Rob Gronkowski was retired, and he was in the WWE. Freaking WWE. And I guess he won WrestleMania like a month ago. That 
he was on a different sport, entertainment, I mean, everything. But everyone knew. I mean, he took a year off, so you, you kind of get it that he would want to come back at some time. He didn't play all of the 2019 season. And he said he knew he, was, he wasn't 100% done for his career. He was retired for the moment, but he knew he always wanted to come back. And he got a report out yesterday. He was on a radio show. And he said, oh, I definitely am not 100% done with my football career. Now, I don't know when I'll come back. could be next year. could be a couple of years. or could be five years. He said, but I'd, I'd like to come back at some point in my career. So people are like, oh, okay. It's, I mean, we kind of figured that. He'd come back at some point. He's too good to just call it a quit this early. He's only 30 years old. Turns 31 in three weeks, I guess. I saw that on ESPN today. And then, so fast forward, that was yesterday, fast forward 24 hours, middle of the afternoon today, I think it's like 4 o'clock, 3.30, I saw a report on Twitter, I think it was Ian Rappaport, said that Gronk had informed them, or somebody had been informed, that Gronk wanted to come back, but he did not want to come back to the Patriots. The only way he would come back was if he could go to Tampa Bay and play with Tom Brady. And... People were like, oh, what does that mean now or, like, next year or, like, whatever. So, the Patriots, I mean, they weren't just going to just give him up for nothing. I mean, he's already retired, like, under the Patriots, so he couldn't just be a free agent and leave. So, the Patriots were like, oh, get something out of him. I mean, we're not gonna, they're not going to force him to come. He said he's not going to play. Like, so he'll just stay retired. Either just have him on your salary cap and keep paying him and losing uh, or wasting money at that point. Or just trade them, get some picks, and bon voyage, bon voyage to the GOAT of tight ends, probably. So they traded him for a fourth-round pick. They got a fourth-round pick in return. So now Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski are teammates again, which is crazy. If anyone would have told me last year, oh, Tom Brady and Gronk are both going to be on the Buccaneers next year, I would have said you're crazy. Because I don't think anybody saw that happening, like, at all. Um... But yeah, I mean, the Buccaneer fans got to be going crazy right now. Bruce Arians has done a great job already. The whole front office over there should be congratulating themselves. They definitely have a Super Bowl contending team over in Tampa. Now, it'll be interesting to see what they do with their tight ends because now they have Gronk, O.J. Howard, and Cameron Brait. And those are three very, very capable tight ends. O.J. Howard and Cameron Brait are on the edge of um, Pro Bowl players. Obviously, Gronk is one of the greatest tight ends ever. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't imagine all three will stay. I believe O.J. Howard has more upside than Cameron Brait. But what I think will happen, I think that they're going to trade O.J. Howard. I don't know why. I just have a feeling that they're going to keep Brait. But, I mean, it could be wrong. We'll see. Or they could just keep all three and use one, use one sorry, as a blocking tight end and the other in the past game as well. I mean... They could sit them down and be like, hey, like, I mean, we could trade one of you, cut one of you, whatever you want to do, but, I mean, you're probably going to get a chance to get a Super Bowl ring. And at that point, it's one more year of your career. I'd, If I was um, O.J. Howard or Brady, I'd be like, you know what, screw it. I'm going to stay, try to get a ring. I'll block, I'll catch passes, whatever you need me to do to contribute, maybe even play some special teams because, you know, Gronk's going to be the main tight end. But, yeah, so it's interesting what they're going to do with that. Because, I mean, you don't really see many teams have three all-pro caliber tight ends. Um, hardly even see any have two. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do in Jacksonville with that. Or, Jesus, I don't know why I said Jacksonville. Tampa Bay, sorry. 
don't know what I thought. So yeah, that was interesting. So I can see Tampa Bay becoming a Super Bowl, um, not only a Super Bowl contending team, I can see Tampa Bay winning it, honestly. I mean, they could win that division, I think. The Saints come close every year, and they always screw it up. So I'm not holding out any hope for Brees and the Saints. I just assume they're going to choke in the NFC title game. Or in the wild card, or the divisional, honestly, any round. They always seem to um, get close, close with no cigar. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, so that was the big news of the NFL today. Like I said, we're all just kind of waiting here to see what happens with professional sports, if the NBA is going to come back, or if the NHL is going to come back, or MLB anytime soon. Unfortunately, I don't think it's going to happen um, any anytime soon. I saw, I think it was Tracy McGrady said today that he thinks the NBA has just canceled the season and start getting ready for October for the start of next year. said, so I don't agree with that. I think they should try to get it done if they can, try to finish this season. But if, if they can't do it in a safe way, then yeah, I agree with Team Mac. You need to just cancel, shut down, let them get ready for next year. But at the same time, who knows if it's going to be better by then. I know we're starting to reopen the country, but... And I hope everything goes fine, I really do, but you've seen that other countries have been hit with a second wave, and we don't know if that's going to happen here or not. Like I said, I hope it doesn't. I think we've done a good job so far. I mean, we've flattened the curve quite a bit in each state and all over the country. But, I mean, you don't know. It's just every day it changes. We could get hit with a second wave. We couldn't. Like I said, I hope we don't, but you never know. But, yeah, if they can find a safe way to start the MLB season, finish NHL and NBA seasons, definitely do it. But... With all the crap that's been canceled and all the stuff that's been happening, it's hard to stay optimistic, and it's hard not to think that it won't be canceled. Because you're just like, oh, everything's been canceled and canceled and canceled. So you're just expecting everything else to get canceled and not have anything to look forward to. Because I saw the um, PGA Tour announce at the Ryder Cup, which isn't until like September or October, they said is like almost, not almost certain, but very likely to be played with no fans, they said. And that's all the way in September and October. So that doesn't make me feel too good because that's outside. And you can definitely social distance like a little bit. Like as far as fans are on the golf course, like in, in arenas and stadiums, you're next to somebody no matter what. You don't really have a choice. You're sitting packed in like sardines. But in golf, I mean, you're outside. You can make room away from somebody if you have to. But, you know, there's people that aren't going to social distance. Sorry social distance so you can't really take that risk but like I said I'll be fine watching it without fans but <clears throat> that's why I'm not too confident about the NHL and MLB and NBA returning anytime soon but we'll see how it goes like I said it's changing by the day so yeah I think that's going to wrap it up for episode 2 of Sports Through the Mind uh, like I said I'm still new to this so bear with me I'd like to think I'm going to get better each episode I'm going to do some research on how to improve it and I'm hoping hoping to get some um, new materials like some headsets um, a new microphone a nice little setup could like to take this into college with me and keep doing it throughout the rest of the spring and all of summer like I said and, and in college if I have the time for it Hopefully it's big by then and it's growing where a lot of people listen to it so I can continue to want to do it. Um, but yeah, right now I'm literally using like an Xbox headset microphone that's connected to my phone through the um, like Apple iPhone adapter. So it's not, I mean, it's better than just speaking into my phone because like at least I have headphones and like an actual microphone. 
so but it's I mean, not like too ideal i mean i'd like to have like a computer set up with like a microphone a headset and bluetooth and all that type of stuff where i can like hear it back and stuff like that but yeah this will do for now i don't know what the future will hold like when i start to get some new stuff but yeah that's what's going on now so like i said i'm new to this bear with me might be kind of cringy right now i like to think i'm done a good job first episodes but you know hopefully y'all like it kind of rambling on here so i'm gonna wrap it up thanks for listening and like i said tomorrow i'm gonna try to do a um nfl draft um analyzation of the first round pick one through 32 just talk about who i think will go where what teams and anything that could happen so yeah see you in the next episode thanks for listening